You're listening to Rates and Lanes with Rico Mohammed. This is the show where we improve your knowledge of the freight market, improve your bottom line, and improve the transportation industry as a whole. We're talking Rates and Lanes. Let's move on down the audio road. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rico Mohammed coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. This is the Rates and Lanes podcast, and tonight... We don't seem that uh, the USDA, I don't know if they're on holiday break or whatever, but they have not published a USDA fruit and vegetable report for this week as of right now. Uh, just got finished refreshing it from the website. Came back, link came back, it wasn't uh, wasn't updating just yet. So we're just going to move right on over and talk about the uh, DAT trend lines. And tonight we're also going to discuss setting smart goals for the upcoming year. Um and smart, we're going to get real specific on on the uh, term smart here in just a little bit. It's kind of an acronym, S-M-A-R-T. But we'll jump into that here in just a second. With no further ado, we'll get right into the DAT trend line reports for this week. And for December 13th through the 19th, rates edged up $0.01 cents per mile for flatbeds last week, but declined $0.01 cents for vans and reefers on the spot market. Overall, demand for truckload transportation was fairly stable, slipping only 1.9% from the previous week. Moving in and getting more specific, we're going to look at the U.S. van demand and capacity report for this week. And van load posts fell 5% last week compared to the previous week, and truck posts increased 1%. The resulting load-to-truck ratio dropped 6% from 1.7 down to 1.6 loads per truck. The national average van rate dipped one cents down to one dollar seventy one cents per mile. That includes the fuel surcharge. Ratio was up seventeen percent in November. Van load postings increased one percent in November compared to October. Capacity declined fourteen percent, which led to a seventeen percent increase in the load to truck ratio from one point five up to one point eight loads per truck. Compared to an atypical November 2014 season, the ratio is has is down 49% over that time frame. Moving on and looking at the U.S. van rates reports for last week, December 13th through the 19th, van rates dipped one cent last week to a national average of $1.71 per mile. This includes the fuel surcharge. Van demand was down as well. Outbound rates rose in the Buffalo markets, but declined in Chicago and Los Angeles markets. Uh, also, the national average fuel price for the week of December 13th through the 19th was down six cents to an average of two dollars and twenty-eight cents per mile on average. The national average van rate was unchanged at a dollar seventy-one cents per mile in November, as a one cent increase in the line haul rate offset a one cent decline in the average fuel surcharge compared to. 2014 last month's rates fell 35 cents, including a 21 cents of that 35 cents was a fuel surcharge drop. Checking in and looking across the country, we're going to start out in the northeastern corridor. Philadelphia checks in showing an average rate for dry vans at $1.65 per mile. Moving down into the southeastern portion of the United States, we have Atlanta, Georgia checking in showing an average rate of $1.67 per mile. Uh, coming out of the Midwest, we have an average rate out of Chicago for dry vans at $1.93 per mile. And moving into the south central portion of the United States, 
Drive vans average $1.56 per mile coming out of Dallas, Texas. And moving over to the left coast, the west coast, the city of Angel checks in, showing in high, actually setting the high water mark for dry vans, averaging out at $2.04 a mile coming out of Los Angeles, California. Moving right on over to U.S. flatbed demand and capacity report for the week of December 13th through the 19th. Flatbed loads posts were down 2% and truck capacity was down 1% compared to the previous week. The national load-to-truck ratio remained the same as last week at 6.8 loads per truck. The national average fuel rate edged up $0.01 cents to $1.92 per mile. I'm sorry, I said fuel rate, national flatbed rate. And November ratio falls 32%. Flatbed load availability dropped 38% in November when compared to October and capacity declined 8%. The resulting load-to-truck ratio dropped 32% from 9.9 loads to truck down to 6.7 loads per truck. Compared to the unusual high demand of November 2014, the ratio has declined 60% over that time frame. Moving on into the rates for U.S. flatbeds. For the December 13th through 19th, flatbed spot market rates were up $0.01 cents to a national average of $1.92 per mile last week while the average fuel surcharge held steady. Demand declined for flatbeds compared to the previous week. And uh, I read some information earlier this week that's kind of saying that the housing market is starting to kind of um, kind of starting to flat, flatline a little bit. So it's saying that, you know, kind of giving an indication that a little bit of your, you know, your lumber and your shingles and stuff like that, a lot of the stuff that moves on flatbeds, some of the demand for that stuff is going to start to wane down if, if the housing market is starting to uh, kind of level back off again. So that's something to take into consideration for all my flatbedders out there. Uh, but continuing on with the report, November rates were down $0.08. Cents. Flatbed rates in November were down $0.08 cents from the average of October at $1.92 per mile. The total rate was down $0.37 cents compared to the average rate in November of 2014 including a $0.24 cents drop in the, in the fuel surcharge. Checking in across the country, we have Harrisburg, PA, setting the high-water mark for flatbed, showing an average rate of $2.65 per mile coming out of that northeastern corridor. Moving down into the uh, Atlanta market, the southeastern portion of the United States, flatbed average is $2.18 per mile. Rock Island, Illinois, setting an average coming out of the central portion of the, the uh, Midwest portion of the United States, showing an average rate of $2.18 per mile. Moving into the south central portion of the United States, Houston, Texas, checks in, showing an average rate of $1.91 per mile. And actually, the West Coast is setting the low water mark for a flatbed, showing an average rate coming out of Phoenix at $1.72 per mile. And moving on over into U.S. reefer demand and capacity for December 13th through the 19th. Reefer load posts adds 2% and truck, po truck load posts, truck posts declined 3% compared to the previous week. That yielded a 5% increase in the national load to truck ratio from 3.4 up to 3.6 loads per truck. The average reefer rate dipped 1 cent to $1.93 per mile. Reefer load volume rose 1% in November compared to October. 
and capacity declined nine percent. The result was the result was eleven percent increase in the load to truck ratio from three point eight to four point two loads per truck. Compared to a typical demand of November twenty fourteen, the ratio fell sixty two percent lower. Moving on into the reefer rates for December the thirteenth through the nineteenth, reefer spot market rates dropped one cent to a national average of a dollar ninety three per mile, while the fuel surcharge remained unchanged. Prices rose in southern Idaho, but reefer rates fell in Elizabeth, New Jersey. No reefer rates in November were unchanged from an October rate average rate of a dollar ninety four cents per mile. The national average reefer spot market rate was down forty three 43 cents compared to November of 2014. 43 of that cents uh, has declined. 22 of that 43 cents is a result of the declining fuel surcharge over that time period. Coming out of Elizabeth, New Jersey, showing the representative of the uh, northeastern portion of the United States, reefers have an average rate of $1.75 per mile. Coming out of the southeastern portion of the United States, Lakeland, Florida, is showing an average rate for reefers at $1.31 per mile. Moving into the Midwest, we have Green Bay, Wisconsin, sitting in the high water mark, showing an average rate of $2.69 per mile. Moving down into the south central portion of the United States, McAllen, Texas, out of the Rio Grande, showing an average rate of $1.71 per mile. And wrapping up the report, coming out of, of the West Coast, Fresno, California, shows an average rate for reefers at $1.88 per mile. So if you have any questions pertaining to any of these reports, I'm going to try to post a link up on the uh, Rates and Lanes, uh, on Rates and Lanes podcast page. I'm also going to um, post a link to some other information that we may get, we may get into a little bit tonight. Um, not going to really try to keep you guys too long tonight, but I just wanted to try to the next thing that I want to move over into, we were talking about earlier, about SMART goals. And when I say SMART, I want you guys, if you're taking notes, kind of write this as an acronym, SMART. SMART meaning I want to know, are your goals specific? Are your goals measurable? Are your goals really actionable? Are they relevant? And are they time-based? So if you take each one of the, the first letters out of that, that's how you come up with the SMART goal. And let's break that down and get a little bit more specific. Uh, with the S, starting with the S, is your goal specific? A specific goal should be clearly stated what you want to accomplish and why it is an important goal and how you intend to accomplish the goal. So when you, you know, just trying to give you guys some some uh, tips and some pointers on how to start, if you're already in the process of thinking about next year, trying to make a game plan, trying to plot out where you want to see your business go to, you know, it's now is the definitely the time, and especially if you're going to have some free time, if you're not going to be trying to take advantage of the spot market, which is something that we could probably talk about as well. Uh, right now is actually a great time. If you're going to be running spot market, is a great time to run spot market if you don't have anywhere to be or anything that you really want to do. Right now you probably can get some really tremendous rates if you really just want to take your time and work that spot market right now. If um gives you an opportunity. There's not a lot of people that's wanting to run over the holidays, but if you don't have anything necessarily tying you down or if you just want to be aggressive and get out there and hustle over the holidays, great opportunity right now on the spot market. I was on the board today a little earlier, and I'm seeing some rates 
that are actually looking really quite juicy. So if you have an opportunity to run and you want to make a little extra money now, uh, over the next couple of weeks, now is a perfect opportunity to do it. Um, but getting back into, and I I'm, I'm, I'm apologize, if you have any questions, or if you have a question or a comment, just go ahead and press number one. And uh, I'll call Sprinter and come to you and get you get you lined up for us to come to you in just a second. Uh, the second, the M in the word smart, is your goal measurable? A measurable goal should include a plan with targets and milestones that you can use to make sure that you're moving in the right direction. You know, you want to keep your goals in front of you. You want to kind of uh, be checking in on your goals. You know, have a have a a, a set um, have have a bar set on different things, different milestones that you want to be able to do to make sure to ensure that you're moving closer and closer towards accomplishing what it is that you want to uh, set out to do in your goals. Uh, is your goal actionable? An actionable goal should be realistic and include a plan that breaks out the overall goal down into smaller manageable actions and steps that are used and time resources available to you within a time limit that you've set for yourself. You know, is is it is is it really actionable for you to go out here if you, if you say, "Well, I'm going to go out and solicit to try to get more direct customers"? Is, is it actionable for you to be a uh, to go to a, a major supplier and they say, "Well, we need you to, to drop a hundred trailers"? Is that something that you realistically is that an action that you can realistically accomplish? So you know, you want to you want to set good goals and everything like that, but you want to make sure that your goals are something that that is within your wheelhouse to be able to accomplish. Is your goal relevant? A relevant goal should make sense when measured against your business model and your mission statement, your market, your client base, and your industry. So you want to make sure that your goal is, is relevant to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Um, it really wouldn't do me as a um, quote-unquote temperature-controlled uh, motor carrier to be going out and approaching uh, flatbed customers, you know, that that's not relevant to my to my type of business unless I'm looking to turn that into a broker customer or something like that. So you know, make sure that your 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 goals are relevant to your specific activity, your specific business model. And the final one in the smart based goals is your goal time based. A time based goal is a limit is limited by a defined period of time which includes a specific timeline for each step of the process. So each one of your steps should have a timeline attached to it. That way you're not just sitting there, you know, a, a, a goal without a, a, a timeline based on it. It's basically just a dream. You want to make sure that you have some kind of way to measure that you're making progress towards actually accomplishing what it is that you're starting to do. So, you know, you want to have short-term goals, long-term goals, but, you know, all of your goals need to have some type of time base attached to it. How long should it take you to do uh, X amount? You know, if, you, if your goal is to, I want to have 50 customers, well, you have to break that down. Well, how many calls do you need to make in a day to actually make that, uh, make that realistic? The other thing that I want to point out to you guys, and like I said, I'm really not going to, um, if we don't have a bunch of questions tonight, we're not going to stay on too long because I understand that, you know, a lot of people are already uh, kind of spending some time with their family members and getting ready for the holidays and stuff like that. But I just wanted to share some other information while we had you here real quickly. Um, this is probably more relevant for guys that are reefer, um, you know, your, your reefer guys or your guys that are moving types of produce or something like that. But you can take the same principle and attach it to whatever 
um, whatever, if you're a dry fan or if you're a flatbedder, some a little goal that little, little tidbit that I found out. Um, you want to start when, when on the quest of trying to find more direct customers. A good resource to help you find these direct customers is to start going to um, a lot of your trade associations. If you go to your trade associations, find their websites. Different uh, different trade associations. I've noticed they have their member information right on the website. So it takes uh, half of your process of going out here trying to find well, who do I call, who do I contact. If you and, and if you go to your state based, you know, if you're in the specific state that you're in, go to your state and uh, look up their trade association, different trade associations for whatever type of product that you may be moving. I'll give you an example, one that's freely out there that a lot of, um, you know, go to you if you go to. Um, Every state has a USDA. Go to the like you. If you're looking at produce or something like that, go to their produce uh, um, trade association for that state. Just Google uh, produce uh, vegetable association for your, whichever state that you're looking at, and more than likely they'll have that state's um, produce association right there in Google. You can go to it, go directly to their website, and they also. Tons of information are available on those websites. They also have a, um, on those websites, everyone that I've looked at here lately, when I'm looking at trying to target more produce customers, they have on the website a um, produce availability, which will give you basically a calendar for the entire year and shows you which type of produce that state produces and what time of the year. So it gives you an opportunity, even though something may not be in season right now, but it gives you an opportunity. If you see it's coming into season down the road, you can start to kind of tailor and, and filter your um, your your plan of attack and put it into your goals to say, hey, okay, well, if, um, say, for instance, if I'm looking at a state right now, I'm looking at, say, I'm looking at uh, North Carolina, and, and if I look, look down and see, well, they have asparagus, that they grow asparagus in North Carolina, I might want to start targeting those uh asparagus pro, uh, shipments, but they don't start those until March and April. So maybe I want to start really start harping on those at the latter part of January to maybe try and get myself in position to be able to move some of those, some of that produce or whatever. But, uh, and I'm going to try to see if I can't produce, uh, maybe do some screenshots of this so that you can, can get a greater appreciation of what I'm talking about and throw it up on the uh, Rates and Lanes Facebook page. If you have any questions pertaining to that, um, just wanted to give you guys some information along those lines. And tonight we really don't have a whole lot. Like I said, if you guys got any questions, if you wanna, if you wanna shoot me a question, if you want any information on anything about a specific lane, we can try to look up a lane or something for you. But if if not, we're probably gonna get ready to wrap it up because I don't have a whole lot. Um, I don't have a whole lot in the kitty right now for you guys tonight. I just wanted to make sure we got a chance to get out. And get you guys a podcast in, and, and got the uh, trend lines report over to you guys. Make sure you had that equipped you that for that for the um, for the upcoming holidays. Um, be aggressive. I'm, I'm encouraging most people. If you got the tools and, and know how to be aggressive right now on that spot market, now's the time that you can make up uh, you can make up a good bit of money on the spot market. Don't just settle for anything because you got to realize that there are a bunch of people that are spending time that are wanting to go home. So if you happen to be one of the guys that's 
being aggressive out there, guys or, or gals that's out there being aggressive and still running over the weekend and the, over the holidays, be really aggressive on your rates. I'm thinking that you will probably be able to get it, get that move, because uh, not only is it the end of, you know, coming up on the end of the um, the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? So you got your end of the year, you got your inventory, all that stuff is kind of accumulating right here, right now. So it's definitely, you can definitely kind of be a little bit more aggressive on your rates. I've been hearing some people talk about um, that they've been having problems getting rates. And uh, one thing that I've noticed is that I understand the sense of urgency. I want to I speak to this point as well real quickly. I understand the sense of urgency to try to get a lower because right now, you know, especially if you're dealing in the spot market, everything has kind of been really down. But you have to look at the low-to-truck ratios in those markets. And if you have a little bit of – one thing that I've noticed is that if you do have – the ratio in your favor, if you're in a particular market and the ratio happens to be slightly in your favor, you're going to have to be patient enough to, 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 to wait to get the rate that you want. The brokers are kind of understand the, the urgency that a lot of us guys got, and they are taking full advantage of They are trying to cut these rates, um, and they're not cutting them for the sense of delivering value back to their customer per se. Uh they're they're cutting the rates to deliver value back to their bottom line. Uh but it's 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 not a it's not illegal. It's it's not a um you know they are just smarter at doing this thing. So right now you have to just be patient enough to understand what the rates and those ratios are in the particular area where you are. Be patient enough to hold out for the for the amount that you need to get out of that out of that run, uh, I know that sometimes it looks like oh well I'm, I might not get that rate or whatever, but I'll just give you a, a brief uh, scenario that I've experienced myself. You know, um, I've seen out of North Carolina. I'm trying to get back down to Atlanta. Um, generally, that that lane generally pays anywhere in the ballpark of twelve to a thousand dollars on a, on a coming back down that way. Uh, Brokers are now trying to move that lane from uh, back out of the North Carolina market back down to Atlanta. They're trying to move that thing for about 600 bucks. But if you remain patient, you hold to your guns because the ratio in that area is in a favorable position for reefer freight. Uh, you can get you can get the average going rate getting back to Atlanta if you are able to just be patient and hold out because. The, the ratios don't lie. Um, the ratios kind of put you right where you need to be and will put you in the sweet spot if you're willing to trust it and just take your time and, and brush up on a little bit more of your negotiating skills. Another thing, um, why you guys, if you're going to be taking some time off, use this time to kind of help develop yourself a little bit more. Take some time out to uh, sit down, like we was talking about, write, try to make your, write your goals out, write your, get your game plan together for next year. But also take some time to maybe get get a hold of some good negotiating books to try to help you brush up on your negotiating tactics. Take some time out to um, check out some other different some some other um, stuff that you may not have been taking time out on some 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 leadership uh, books or audio books that may be available. Now's the time that you know you got a little bit of downtime. If you're not going to be running that much, some people are taking time off. If you're going to be taking time off. You know, take this time to try to help develop yourself and try to get ready for next year and get prepared to make next year bigger and better than the year than the previous year. 
And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I don't see uh, I don't see. We got a few. We got a bunch of calls on night, Brian, but we don't have any questions really. So we're not gonna uh, belabor the point. I just wanted to make sure we got a chance to uh, get you guys out the uh, DAT trendline report. There's no USDA fruit and vegetable report. Uh, I'm gonna try to get this stuff up and up, uploaded on the uh, Rachel Lane's Facebook page that we talked about tonight. And with that said, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thing, bring this baby on into a landing, cause uh, got some other things that we could be doing as well. We want, but uh, we look forward to maybe next week. We may get a chance to get Chuck Snow on. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I know that he was doing some things this week, so we may get Chuck Snow on to come and have a conversation with us next week. And. We're going to go ahead and bring this puppy on in for a landing. So this is Rico Muhammad signing off live from Atlanta, Georgia. We got in about 30 minutes tonight. Uh, signing off live from Atlanta, Georgia. We want to thank all of those that uh, made this, uh, this podcast possible. We want to thank Kevin and Lisa Rutherford, the entire Let's Truck team. Let's Truck team. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. You guys be safe. And for everyone else out there, keep the shiny side up. Be safe. Be profitable. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on Rates and Lanes. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.